0: Hey, what's up everyone, this is Sun Ronder from the Fusion Struggle Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything, whenever we feel like it. I um, hope you guys are having a really good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening to this. Um, I just want to give a bit of context uh, before listening to this episode. Um, so this was uh, recorded maybe a few weeks prior uh, to an event me and Ghost were waiting for. Uh, called All Out, which uh, premiered on September fourth. Um, I do realize that this is the fourteenth, um, so this was <laughs> technically about fifth. it was it was some time ago. Um, <laughs> um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, which is mainly about wrestling. Um, but that really shouldn't matter um, as long as you guys are having fun with us and you know just kicking it and listening and <laughs> uh it's really what matters so i hope you guys have a great day and yeah enjoy the episode peace good evening everyone this is the graveyard's very own son rondu and ghost the rebel yes sir bro how are you doing on this fine evening
1: doing great doing fantastic currently i'm drinking some tea half of that was english don't worry about it uh feeling good feeling great doing good doing great
0: right, right before we get into the topics um how was your weekend
1: it was fantastic brother it was fantastic real chill uh we had a storm but mm-hmm. we got a lot of we, we got some news
0: to talk about you feel me yeah yeah uh Quite a few things, honestly. So, we had recently watched uh, AEW Dynamite, and there were some... It was kind of just a weird vibe overall. Um, with... Uh, when, when did it air? It was uh, Tuesday, right? It aired on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. So, uh, just correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so, the first thing that had happened, which I had caught up on, is that, uh, Thunder Rosa had to, she didn't relinquish her title, but, yeah, did, did she relinquish her title?
1: She did not relinquish it, so what they're going to do is it's the have same thing. a similar situation with the men's division, have an yeah. interim champion in the meantime. Yeah.
0: That's, uh, yeah, that's what I, that's what I wanted to, uh, bring up, too, that, uh, the same thing that happened with Punk uh, as far as injury um, there's going to be an, inter- mm-hmm. uh, an, an interim because that wasn't English uh, women's <laughs> world champion um, I think the four competitors are Britt Baker Tony Storm and I think they're uh, two other female competitors because I think they're doing a, a Fatal 4 way
1: yes they um, are it's Jamie Hayter and oh my gosh uh Shida? Is it Shida? I forgot her name. I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm looking it up as we speak. Don't worry,
0: I got you. Alright, for sure, for sure. Hikaru Shida. Okay, because she's, she's she's in the Japan, right? No, she
1: she's was actually strong. AEW. She might have... Yeah, she. I think she was actually the... The... Third? I think she was the third AEW women's champion in its history. Mm. Because I believe she beat Nyla Rose. The first was Riho. Oh. And then it was Nyla Rose. Okay. And then it was Sheeta, yeah. She actually had a lengthy reign. I
0: ain't gonna lie, I kinda forgot all about Nyla Rose too. Cause I mean she I mean, she was dominating for quite a while too. She from was. what I was from what I had uh to because I wasn't around that time I wasn't as heavy into AEW as I am now. So, but from all the, you know, peaks I've been, you know, giving AEW, I, I noticed she, that, that she was uh, reigning for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's what they got going on. They had that Fiddle Four coming up, I believe, in All Out. Um, there was also. Uh, an is- not an issue, but there was also a little, uh, thing that was going on with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, him talking about his betrayal. Oh my goodness. And I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Uh, Ricky Starks has actually grown on me. I didn't like him for quite a while. I just thought he was annoying. And, <laughs> like, he, and that fucking stance that he does. Like, I used to hate that shit. but like, I was just <laughs> like, yo, get your fruity I love out of it. here. Like, that's, that's how I, that's how I was, but... <laughs> As I kept watching him, as I kept watching his performances, I was like, yo, I actually fuck with dude. And then the match that he had with uh, Dan Hewzen, or actually, the one thing that actually caught me was when he challenged uh, Dan Hewzen for the FTW uh, championship, and he did his little impersonation of Dan Huesen, and I thought that was fucking hilarious. And then yes. he had, and then he had the, the title match with him, and then Hook showed up. And, mm. you know, Taz is a little man, <laughs> you know? And I thought I thought that was a, a be- really beautiful moment, um, considering that Taz did bring that title uh, into the uh, wrestling scene, and, you know, now his son has it. I, I thought it would have been really dope had Taz come in the ring and shared that moment with his son, but, you know, um, some things aren't needed. But I still thought that moment was dope, um, having Ricky drop the yes. title off to Hook. Um, and then after that, there was the betrayal of powerhouse Hobbs, um, and the I, I can't think of the word the uh, the segment. There we go. <laughs> the segment. The where, promo. Oh yeah, segment. The, there, the there segment promo. It, same thing. Um, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I I just couldn't think of the words for a second. That's that's gonna happen quite quite a lot. Um, if you guys don't even know that already. Um, but yeah, uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, his betrayal, um, how he looked at him as, like, a brother, and it was a very emotional, uh, promo, um, and Mm -hmm. I thought that he pulled it off, uh, tremendously, and I think that this match that they're gonna have is, is gonna be a banger. I would like to believe so. Sometimes, uh, in situations like this, they're kinda... Eh, but you know, so far I haven't been disappointed in any of the AEW matches so far. There have been a couple, and there's another one I'm gonna talk about. But (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: actually a great segue into, you know, the aforementioned match that you're probably thinking of. But as far as the Ricky Starks Powerhouse Hobbs feud, yeah, it was unexpected, but I'm here for it. Yeah, and Ricky Starks. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, go for it, go for it. <laughs> no, I just, I just want to say, like, th- that, and you see, I'm not even doing comparisons because WWE has gotten a lot better since the departure of Vince McMahon, but I just mm-hmm. want to say that that betrayal, that right there, I did not see coming. Like, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's that kind of shock that I used to have as a kid. That, that's what I missed in wrestling. And I'm not just talking about WWE, like, all sorts of... You know what I'm saying? All the other promotions. Like, yes shit sir. that you would not expect to happen. You know, because sometimes in wrestling, you can kind of read into it. And, you know, when certain promos or or certain uh, uh, scenarios and things that's always uh, breaking down are happening, you can kind of read into it and you would be like, okay, this is going to happen. You know, I already know it's going to happen. Cool. But with that, mm-hmm. that was unexpected. And I love that. And it really caught me off guard. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what, what were we going to say, Brian? I didn't mean to cut you off, hope.
1: No, but, like, the unpredictability factor as far as the WWE was definitely lacking over the last at least decade. Now there's a resurgence of it, which is great because we have fresh new ideas and fresh feuds and everything like that. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hops. Not only, first of all, that whole segment with the beginning of Danhausen and Ricky Starks having the match for the FTW Championship was cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are they really going to do? I thought they were going to put Danhausen over. And I'm like, surely Ricky's going to lose. He's going to drop the title to Danhausen because Danhausen, he's completely over as far as the crowd. Give him a title? Sure, why not? But it was a squash by Ricky. I'm like, okay interesting surely something else is gonna happen right after this right the hook thing i was like oh wow this is interesting now we about to pick this up and hook squashed ricky and he became the ftw championship i'm like okay unexpected and then ricky got the microphone i'm like okay i like ricky on the mic because he's like a young rocky mate mavia right super young rock and yeah, he he is cut the, the promo, yep. incredible passion. I'm like, yes, this is what I wanted to hear from Ricky. And the crowd was loving it, and the, the energy was up. You had no idea of the swerve that was going to come in. Hobbs hooked him by the neck, and everyone just, you can hear the gasp in the air. I'm like, whoa, no one saw that coming. So from top to bottom, that segment was perfect. Mm-hmm and it made the feud for all out going to be must see now it is gonna depend on where it's placed in the card because the card is pretty stacked it's getting stacked by the day a lot of trios matches and if those trios matches are fire you're gonna suffer from like if the match prior to your match was on top you're going to hope that the crowd's not going to be tired or exhausted because then you're, it's going to be dead silence, which sucks. It's not the performer's fault. It's just like, how can you come after that? Right. You feel me? But I like this. I would think they were going to tear it down. I hope they tear it down because I feel like this feud is
0: really good. So we'll see. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> uh, ah, as much as I want to say Ricky Starks, at the same time, I think Powerhouse Hobbs is going to pull it off. Uh, it's yep, it's definitely de- I feel the same. It's definitely one of those things where you want the guy who's quote unquote suffering, you know, the, you know, the good guy in the sense. You know what I'm saying. You always want the good guy to win. Mm-hmm. But in this case, and trying to kind of be ahead of the the swerve curve. Uh, you see what I did there. Uh, <laughs> um, I think Powerhouse Hobbs is gonna pull it off. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Ricky may do it, but uh, my money's on Hobbs. Unfortunately. I mean, I like Hobbs too, but still, cuz that that's that fine but Yeah, I like bro.
1: Hobbs too, but <laughs> yeah. They're probably going to do like the sympathetic baby face kind of journey similar to how they did with Hangman Adam Page. They'll do that for a while, create more in-depth story with that or long-term storytelling with that, and then yeah, we'll just see. Like he'll get his big title run, probably as TNT champion, but for right now, it's all Hobbs right now.
0: So. Yeah, and you know, uh, actually, there are a few things that I would that I do want to talk about, but that can actually wait. Um, so, uh, the twenty fourth uh, AEW Dynamite. There were one, two, three, four matches on the card, and there were about what two or three segments. And uh, so, uh, Dax Harwood versus Jay Lethal, Billy Gunn versus his son Colton Gunn. Uh, And then we had Death Triangle versus William Osprey and uh, Aussie Open, uh, a.k.a. the United Empire. And then, of course, we had CM Punk current, well, (laughs) former, well, at the time, uh, current AEW champion versus John Moxley, the AEW interim world champion uh, because CM Punk was injured uh, with a foot injury. And CM Punk versus John Maxley, uh, they actually had a match to where both titles were going to be put together and they were going to be known as the AEW Undisputed World Champion. Um, I'm going to talk about that match last, uh, but the real match I really want to talk about was Death Triangle versus the United Empire. Holy shit, that was a seven star match. And, dog, look. As much as, uh, okay, so this is really my first time really seeing a trio's title, uh, a title, uh, uh, there's a fucking can't speak. What's the words? Uh, tournament. There we go. And, mm-hmm. Death Triangle versus the United Empire was fucking phenomenal. Um, and for those who don't know um, who is in this group called Death Triangle, we have the bastard Pac and we have Ray Phoenix and. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's Penta! His name? Penta! Fuck! <laughs> um, but yeah, bro, there were a lot of great spots uh, in this match. Um, it definitely kept you on your toes. Every time you thought that it was going to be over, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't. And I just thought that the amount of O's that we did in that match was just uh, amazing. Um, William Osprey is 10 out of 10 wrestling. Uh, I wouldn't even say a wrestling guy, but he, as far as like the best being, he he's 10 out of 10, um. Pac, another one. Another underrated person who is actually currently the all Olympic, uh AEW champion. Uh, someone who's underrated as well. And uh, Penta, Ray Phoenix, uh, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis. Lucha like, Bros! All these, all these guys are just so fucking talented. And the fact that they... And mind you, the United Empire, they're all in New Japan. And... This is kind of going back to what I've been saying about the business, the the partnership that AEW has with all these other companies is like, like what the fuck? Like I don't, under, I I don't like this is something that I feel like the forbidden the the forbidden door has been open, right? Because AEW's already been working with Impact, Ring of Honor, you know all these other uh, 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 promotions, and so far so good right now with uh new japan so i don't know man i just think it's just (sighs) that match was just uh, wild um well what what do you have to say about what a treat that was to put on free
1: television that was definitely a main event caliber pay-per-view i'm sorry premium live event (laughs) um caliber match it wasn't a four star it wasn't a five star it wasn't a six star it was exactly how you said it that was a seven star match that is easily match of the year like obviously by my standards because i just said it but who could argue the amount of storytelling the amount of spots the amount of drama the length that it got oh, this was like a 25 minute match it did not that, feel like
0: 25 minutes it felt, at like, the we most, were surprised that it main evented but we're not mad at no, it you know not, yeah definitely felt uh, definitely felt and you know it's another one of those things too especially with trios matches for this one there are some matches that feel kind of dragged feel kind of you know like there are some good spots, but then it's like, okay, can this be over so we can get to the real, real deal? But no, I, I, you know, with both of us watching it, it definitely didn't feel dragged out. It kept us thoroughly entertained all the way through. And it was just phenomenal. And w- once again, going back to it, seven stars. And, <laughs> and and what actually happened after the fact, okay, so... Uh, Also, the United Empire had beaten Death Triangle. Because, quite honestly, I didn't know who was going to win. I was rooting for actually both teams. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, and even though Will's my boy, like, I was was hoping he was going to pull the W off. And and he did. Um, But what happened after the fact (laughs) is what I really want to talk about. So, the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks come out. And they they kind of face off the United Empire and uh, the elite. Now, what happens after? Um, this was actually off air because that actually happened to be uh, the main event. Um, oh, let me pull this up right quick. Do do do. Hold on hold on hold on, cause this the, cause the promos that they cut for each other was just fucking scathing, dude. And so okay, so this is so this is what happened. So Kenny Omega came out, and you know he was, you know, kind of telling everyone in the AEW audience to give, uh, you know, the New Japan uh, quote unquote newbies uh, 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 and a wonderful AEW welcome. And so, so, you know, Kenny is kind of just, you know, kind of getting into, you know, Will's ass a little bit. And he had said, thank these people for giving us their time tonight. Now that you guys are in the big leagues, that's just one of your daily duties. See if you can handle the responsibility well. Hopefully you can handle it in a little better Wait. Hopefully you can handle it a little better than filling my shoes in New Japan. Yikes. Yikes. So... <laughs> so... William's, uh, Williams retaliation... Uh, these are his words. I didn't know the cleaner was a puss. Fill your shoes. The way I see things is in a short time. Uh, I've been in New Japan... Wait, I, I can't read for some reason. Let's start there from the beginning, shall we? Um, he said, I didn't know the cleaner was was a puss. Fill your shoes? The way I see things in a short time, I've been in New Japan. You've done more, you fragile bitch. <laughs> Kenny Omega was wearing a t-shirt when he came back. What's the matter, hiding that belly of yours? Are your abs gone, brother? Is that what it is? Look at you, covered in tape. I just did the G1, went to the final, another five stars. While I've been working, you've been sitting down and getting the Young Bucks to wipe your ass. Face it, you guys have a wonderful empire here, but it wouldn't be this good because you invited me to come over here. Money where your mouth is. Next week, United Empire versus the Elite. So, obviously, Kenny didn't... He didn't like those words, right? So, kind of to continue and kind of shorten a little bit, um, he was continuing, uh, you know, going back and forth with Will, talking about... um, I did the G1 in front of sold-out crowds, and you did the final in front of, what, 3,000 people? And he had also said, and yes, you lost to Okada, big deal. I've also lost to Okada too, but I've also beaten Okada on the biggest stage of them all. And guess what? That match that I'm talking about, that's the one everyone calls the best of all time, something no one ever says about your matches. In fact, no one can even remember your matches. And you see, well, I gave you the impossible test of filling my shoes. Maybe I shouldn't give you a pair of shoes when you haven't still grown out of your diapers. And obviously, Will didn't like that. And they were kind of, they were going to uh, face off from what it seems. And so, my thing is, I, now for me, I, have n- I haven't seen Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay face each other in a 1v1. I would definitely like that. Um there have been a few interested there were i've seen online that apparently william osprey is a is a spot is a spot boy you know what i'm saying but my thing is they're both so nimble so agile in the ring where it's like if these two were to really face off against one another you really wouldn't be able to tell who would win like that would be a true true seven star maybe eight star fucking match if i'm going to go that high because they're just so fucking... They're just that great, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. kind of just going off of that, uh, this this trio's match between those two, um, it's, especially seeing them in the ring together, that's, that's going to be big. And obviously we know who's going to come out on top uh, for the trio's titles, and that's going to be the Elite. Um, now, if that doesn't happen then holy shit <laughs> but other than that uh I, i'm just really excited to see where this goes uh, between the two hopefully we can see uh kenny omega william osprey down the line i would love to see that happen um you, you have my money and my time um i'm just happy to be a wrestling fan so there's that first of all this segment is is
1: so salivating because you know they are aew is sitting on literally a clinic with this few this little mini few that they have because the elite versus united empire is already just you know they're going to tear the house down but after that you know it's going to be kenny omega versus will Ospreay down the line the problem is you don't want to wait too long but at the same time maybe you do want to wait too maybe you want to wait a little bit like have people salivate over the thought of, of that. That whole segment was amazing, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to highlight some key points. Wow, English is not my first language. Couldn't you tell? <laughs> so, first of all, with Kenny Omega saying, well, now that we're off the air, before I even get into that, Kenny Omega is way more intelligent than we give him credit for this man is not called a wrestling god for no reason not only is he a god in the ring as far as physical capability but his intellect is crazy he can story tell his ass off to the point he will tell you anything and you will believe it mm-hmm. oh we're off the air mm-hmm. he knows this is gonna go on youtube or it's gonna go in the internet stratosphere <laughs> why did aew put that promo after it went off the air Because they know they want you to keep fine-tune of the story. Otherwise, they want to put it up there. Mm -hmm. Right? So they know what they're doing. Kenny Omega at the same time is putting eyes on Will Ospreay if they're already weren't. The fact that oh no one could remember your matches, now people are gonna look at Will Ospreay's matches and see how great he is, further increasing the value of their match down the line so they're gonna make next week aew dynamite must see just for that match alone the elite versus united empire this is way bigger than the tournament itself Mm -hmm. because this has implications after the fact now at the same time they also are storytelling they're they're also telegraphing other stories Mm -hmm. now there's a swerve that i did not see coming and it came in the form of aew rampage the house of black Versus the Dark Order. Mm. The Dark Order won. And the hidden storyline, if you want to break it down a bit. So, apparently, there was a mystery partner for the Dark Order. It was going to be John Silver. It was going to be Alex Reynolds, I believe. And then, who else in the Dark Order was going to be there? It happened to be 10. 10, quote unquote, had like an issue with his leg. They won the match, but is 10 going to be 100% come the pay-per-view at All Out? What if he's not 100%? Who's going to be the fill-in? Hangman, Adam, Page. Hangman with the Dark Order versus the Elite at All Out. That's going to be story-filled as well or storytelling-fulfilled as well. So you see, like, they're creating long-term storytelling without you even realizing it. And, so on top uh, of the Elite gonna win, or maybe the Dark Order could win. Maybe the Dark Order could win. They're creating this whole atmosphere of, you know what? I could see the Dark Order winning. Because if on paper, if you see the Dark Order versus the Elite, you're gonna assume the Elite's gonna win, right? Right. What if they don't? If they actually slide in Adam Page to fill in for 10 as the Dark Order, you're gonna have like, wow, the Dark Order could win. And then now we have the focus of United Empire versus the Elite again, but now it's Omega versus Offspray, for real, for real. So how are you gonna do that? Kenny is planting these seeds and y'all don't even know. They are creating all this momentum and build-up, and I'm just salivating because I'm like, this is going to be fire. Because after one match, you have this other match after, and then this other match after. It's just like, (laughs) I'm here for everything. (laughs) This is why storytelling is so good, and Kenny is a genius at planting them seeds, bro.
0: And... I love the fact that you are actually talking about Kenny Omega right now. Because right before you had called me, I'm actually watching a bit of a documentary based on Kenny Omega called God of Wrestling, The Kenny Omega Story So Far. Um, and, dude, like I already knew who Kenny Omega was, I knew a little bit of his background, but really like showing everything that he's been through in the wrestling scene, like, it's fucking crazy. I didn't even know that he actually tried out um, in WWE uh, in the early 2000s, but he mm-hmm. wasn't fucking with um, because I think the way he described it that it was it was kind of uh, I don't want to say degrading, but on how they were like treating certain wrestlers back then. Um, but he just, he just wasn't, he just didn't like the atmosphere. So he, they, uh, he wanted his release and they granted it in, uh, 2006. So I didn't even know he was in there for that long. Mm. So, uh, from there on out, he, uh, yeah, so from there on out, he, uh, was kind of, after that, he kind of felt a little lost. Uh, he tried his hand in, uh, UFC, uh, Jujitsu, grappling, and stuff like that. But then, you know, he kind of decided to go back, and you know, that's when around that time, uh, him and Kota, uh, Kota Ibushi, um, started linking up, and they started wrestling. And then, you know, the rest is history from there, because you know a lot of people know about those two. Um, so, yeah. So, kind of going back to what you were talking about as far as the storytelling aspect when it comes to Kenny Omega. Yes, Kenny is fucking intelligent. When it comes to storytelling, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's doing, what he's saying. He's saying certain shit for a reason. And and kind of going with that as well, like with uh, him and Adam Page, their story, I feel like, isn't even really truly over. Um, because him and Hangman actually had, uh, they were tag team champions at one point, and then they lost the titles to FTR, and then, uh, Kenny ended up beating Moxley for the world title, and him and, uh, Hangman actually, uh, started feuding, and there was a lot of little, you know, turmoil there, because Hangman, um, was kinda going through it, you know, lost his confidence, and he was just struggling, you know, internally, You know, and Mm -hmm. so with all that going on, Heyman actually fulfilled his dream from day one and he became AEW champion. Um, and I'm also leaving another part out. He actually, uh, he was befriended by the Dark Order as well. So I thought that was actually really dope because I didn't really see that coming after, with you know, the the, the surprise passing of Brody Lee. Rest in peace. Um, I thought that was really cool that they did that. And so, with all that being said, um the fact that you brought up hey man coming out and having the elite face him that would be that would be great cuz like once again that story mm-hmm. that story it's it's not over between those two like what like what the fuck? So if we see that happen then here we go. <laughs> I'm down for the ride. Um, but as far as uh, Osprey in uh, Omega go with the Elite and the United Empire, um, that that's that's gonna that's gonna blow the roof off the place. At least I I I hope it does. Because you know, because it's kind of hard to not have certain expectations for certain matches or certain wrestlers, and they don't uh, meet them. But you know, I am not I don't want to be that kind of that kind of fan, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So You know what, what else I thought about?
1: What'd you say? So we're over here talking about, you know, the United Empire, the Dark Order, and the Elite. Now, after those feuds are not like necessarily over with, but once we've seen glimpses of that, you know what's waiting right around the corner? What? The elite Versus undisputed.
0: Oh shit! I forgot that. that.
1: Yup, yup, and Bobby Fish come back because that's another top tier few Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. They're probably gonna run that before Omega versus Offspring, but you know that's coming as well. So look at this. But
0: you see, but you see, the thing about that is because okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so everybody... Okay. Literally, all these guys that we just mentioned, they have a history with each other. The reason why they have that history is because they were a part of a certain club, a part of a certain group, known as the Bullet Club. And the Bullet Club, they took over. Uh, Literally. (laughs) So, the fact that you mentioned it, I didn't even... I forgot about the fucking Undisputed Era. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay, so, all right, all right, all right, all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You see what's... This is... It's so amazing to be a wrestling fan
0: right now. And you see... Okay, so... Damn, so we really have three, two other... We really got some storylines. We really do. we do. Because, like I said, the Hangman... Storyline with the Dark Order. Kenny is... Oh my god, bro. Kenny is a fucking genius. (laughs) But, I mean, once again, it it really plays a part in how it's written. We have to see how that's played. Like, how that comes into fruition. Because that also matters too. Now, because they have such creative Mm -hmm. freedom, I don't see any issues with that. Obviously because of what we've seen with, you know, Kenny... And Will on the mic. So that was already that was already time to ten. That kinda got you empty to see, okay, yep. let's see what the what, what's gonna happen next week. Or this week rather. Um So I'm I'm here for it. Um I still think if they don't do William versus uh I keep saying William. If they don't do Will versus uh Kenny Omega first then it, they're gonna have to run it back at the very least because they have to do it one on one. Oh, definitely, most definitely, and and then we're gonna see the, uh Adam Cole versus Kenny. Oh man, this is gonna be crazy! I want to see all of that happen. So, nutty, bro, nutty, bro, <laughs> nutty, bro. I got like uh, Will's accent was kind of thick. I, there was a moment where I couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah, it's hella <laughs> thick, ain't it? <laughs> What the fuck that talking boy about? is
1: born and bred in Britain, bro.
0: Born and bred, because what he was. What's wrong, brother? Uh, that, will slow down your words, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like, uh, sir, can you please run that back? Mm-hmm.
0: Before we get into the next topic, who would you say now? These now this goes in all promotions, right? Mm. Now, if you do choose within a certain promotion who your favorite wrestler is then that's fine too but top 5 and I'll give you my top 5 too but top 5 wrestlers go you mean
1: across all promotions
0: the top 5 wrestlers? like it it can be from any promotion that's what I'm saying whether it's okay so how about this how about we do this top 5 favorite wrestlers of all time oh
1: Oh, that's... Oh, that's oh, I need some time for that one. All time. All time. We're, are we talking about, like, what are the parameters? Like, we're talking, like, when you hear this person, there's, like, an undeniable fact that they're one of the greatest of all time? That
0: they're one of are the greatest. Are we talking, like,
1: athleticism? Are we talking, like...
0: the the the, the, like, the oh, best. Okay. Now, also... This okay, is, now, I got you. Now, also, this is your opinion as well. So... Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, so...
1: It can be... I'm just a dude in the room doing a podcast with another dude in his room. You said what? (laughs) I'm just a dude in his room doing a podcast with his bruv who's also in their room. You feel me? Like, this is just opinions.
0: (laughs) There we go. So, bear for it, bro.
1: All right, top five. Ooh, we, and this is not in any order Mm -mm, at all. This is just... I, you know I gotta put my boy The Undertaker in there Woo! <laughs> you talking about the greatest of all time when you hear The Undertaker everybody knows who The Undertaker sure. is ref. got me talking like Will Osprey now <laughs> <laughs> you just you just know that man is just in there okay number another one let's see Ooh, you you really okay the rock come on now okay yes sir okay just like athletic ability cutting legendary promos Mm -hmm. just you know just a mega star everywhere he went he was just a star except for the nfl we ain't gonna talk about that one but (laughs) you just know like the rock is just one of the greatest of all times stone cold come on now ah yeah come on i got you um yeah (laughs) like say less come on celebrity death match his feuds with that old decrepit bastard whatever um just moment after moment just like stone cold It's just that's a badass now i know those were like 3 off of see see it's... okay we're talking all time cuz some people are still in their time like they're still going yep. if it was top 5 present that's different but all time
0: I mean, I don't want to switch up now, so we'll just we'll we'll, we can do present, past, present, past.
1: nah. See, that's different. You can't just put five in there. That's nah. You really have to take some time. You know, in my opinion.
0: You know what? All if
1: that's the case, yeah. If that's the case, (laughs) then you know what? I'm gonna throw Kenny Omega, obviously. Okay, that's four. And then I'm gonna throw in. Seth freaking Rollins.
0: Ooh, okay, so for your top 5, we got Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Seth Rollins, and then we have Kenny Omega, correct? Mhm. Mhm. Ha, <sighs> all right. I guess it's my turn. Um here we go. Let me hear it. <laughs> all right. So, this is going to seem kind of surprising, but my first pick I got to give it a Triple H. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I mean, he's the game. He's done it all. Um, his run, especially, especially... 99 to 2002 was just... Especially when he teamed up with Austin, bro. The two-man power trip? Oh, my God. They they was dead-ass dominating.
1: Dog!
0: <laughs> That Ooh. was a good team. I'm, I, I'm kind of sad that it had, it ended the way it did, but I mean, I mean, he injured himself, unfortunately. But yeah, that that run that they had together and the feud they had with Kane and Undertaker, whoo, that was that was great. So we got Triple H. Um, I got to go with my brother, my dog Randy Orton, uh, the Lunge Killer himself. Um... I'm gonna go with Jay Hello. White, Switchblade. Um, okay. Obviously William Osprey because I, I fuck I fuck with him, and then the last one. Ooh. What are we talking? What are we talking? Damn, I kind of opened it. Okay. Ah. Uh, e-
1: Wait, hold up. You you had said Triple H, you had said Jay White, you had said Will Off Spray. What was the fourth?
0: Oh, uh, Randy Orton. Now,
1: ooh! Okay. 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 And then the last uh who, the, who got the last spot, bro? Who got the last spot?
0: You know, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest, I'm gonna have to go with Kenny Omega as well.
1: Because, okay, I thought he was about to say Roman Reigns. I was about to say,
0: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I he's he's more on my top ten. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, nah. Anyway, I ain't gonna lie. But as far as, I mean, we already talked about why like Kenny. Kenny's the best. You know what I'm saying. Top five. Now, if we were doing top three, I don't even know. I'd i it would still be the, one of those five guys that I mentioned. Um, but still, that's that's. Those are our top fives. Don't shoot us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty much the talk of what's going on in AEW right now. Um, oh, actually, we didn't even finish. Let's talk about fucking the, the match of Jon Moxley versus CM Punk. That match... You know, I'm gonna let you go first since i've i've been I've been kind of <laughs> because you gave me your ready you gave Call me your Caesar. perspective on it, and you kept telling me, but it just it just didn't sit right with me. So I want to let you I'm gonna let you go off the go off this one.
1: Okay, so for those of you that did not catch the unification bout for the AEW undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Yes. It kind of came out of nowhere, even the week prior, they announced it. It was like, oh, we're not gonna say we're not gonna say this until all out. We're gonna do this next week mm-hmm. on Dynamite, which was August the 24th. I'm like, oh wow, that's kind of a swerve, but I'm here for it. That's obviously gonna be the main event. Let's see, like they're gonna do this, but it kind of does leave the hole of like okay Are are y'all going to do a rematch at All Out? Like, what's the world title picture going to be when you come to the pay-per-view? So they have this match, right? First of all, they said the AEW unification bout is up next, and it's not the main event. So already, Red Flag City what's about to happen because this is not going to be a clean thing this is going to be something crazy they're going to pull out either a dq or someone's going to come out and just do something crazy i.e mjf right so because you gotta it's in all out or you have implications of the main event at all out which is like in two weeks time at the time Mm -hmm. it's in chicago you know we're gonna make some noise you know, this is the roof has to blow off the joint. You have to basically recreate the same magic that you did the year prior. And you
0: guys know how and to be that was be, already crazy. You guys in Chicago, you guys know how to be fucking you guys know how to be an audience, dog. And and yes, we do. I've been <laughs> from just from what I've seen, you know, because I've never been in, in a Chicago anything. I mean, I've been to Chicago. A lot. I've been a, I've been there a few times, obviously. You know that because we've hung out together. Mm-hmm. But... Yes, sir. But just... Uh, just seeing you guys. Just like... You guys are just so fucking electric. And I love that about you guys. So... You guys... Y'all, y'all, y'all know how to be fans.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're going to tell you our mind. We're going to cheer. We're going to boo as loud as we feel so. We're going to give you the energy. Yeah. As far as like fans. Yeah. So... It comes to the bout right <laughs> oh, and it seems kind of <sighs> rushed now when it comes to like a heavyweight bout especially when it comes to cm punk versus john moxley right now in weeks prior they were feuding they were backstage brawling in front like in the ring brawling multiple occasions i'm like they are hyping this up mm-hmm. so it comes down to the bout usually you would Expect it to be dramatic have like an over-the-top entrance you're gonna soak up some time right like you're not just gonna like okay i'm gonna call out this person call this person like here we go i'm like no you're gonna make this as dramatic as possible the entrances alone were kind of quick and you have to watch wrestling long enough to know like mm, that's kind of that's kind of weird but i'm gonna give it the benefit of a doubt let's see what's gonna happen CM Punk's entrance was short and it came out first I'm like, mm, that's kind of weird. So then Moxa came out. They really didn't do like the standard. In this, cor- I don't think they've done this. Maybe I gotta run it back. In this corner, we have this person, and in this corner, we have no, this they person. Did. I think they did, You yeah. wanna drag this out, build the drama? It's like, here we go, Mario. <laughs> here <right>? we go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. They out here rushing, uh... throwing bombs or whatever. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like. Something don't feel right. Like, I don't know what this finish is going to be, but it's just like, what is going on? And and, and then you have the spot.
0: Go I ahead. I was going to say, and mind you, just to let you guys know, and and you know, I was excited to see how the fuck this was going to play out. I was shocked that they were, you know, I was shocked twice. Number one, that this wasn't a main event. And two, it was, I think it was the the third match? On the card, because you would have thought yeah,
1: the third or the fourth.
0: You would have thought that number one, it's the world heavyweight championship, or it's it's the world championship, right? And then you have a trios match. Mm-hmm. You would think those the the, the trios match would have been third, and then the main event would have been the world uh, the world title match. But no, no, it was right. fucking it was switched around. So I. I kind of felt something wrong, but I was still excited to see how this was going to play out. And, you know, we had our theories. Like you said, someone was going to come out, fuck the matchup, and I was going to be that. I'm going to let you continue. Because <laughs> I'm still hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. So, they're over here kind of, they're doing the bout. Mm-hmm. The energy is there. I'm like, okay, like, this is for real. Like, But there was just something in the air. You know this is not going to be clean. Something crazy has to happen. And the cool thing about AEW is that they don't rely on DQs. They don't rely on countouts. Basically, they don't do what WWE has been doing for like the past two decades. Mm-hmm. Right? So if they do a DQ, I'm like, okay, this is going to further set up for the pay-per-view at All Out. Mm-hmm. Bringing in even more drama. Right? Punk does a move. He does a roundhouse. And mind you... His, uh, the injured foot was on his right, I believe. It, yes. And he's and, done this
0: move so many fucking t- You know what? Go, go, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> he does the roundhouse. <laughs> and for some reason, he tweaks
1: his knee. Or he tweaks his leg or whatever. And automatically, I'm like, oh, boy. Either they're going to drag this out and Puck is going to sell this leg for, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, or whatever. You're going to get the drama out, yada, 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 whatever. No. Moxley is all over Punk. I'm like, hold on. Something ain't right. Like, what's going on? He hits a death rider. I'm like, ain't no way. What is get going on? Get the fuck I'm out like, of here. He, not pick- I'm like, okay, I'm- MJF, where you at? Like, something's got to happen. If it's going to happen, <laughs> it has to happen right now. Oh, Moxley picks man. him up. Hits him with a second death rider. I'm like, bro, ain't no way. What is going on? Hold on. One. Nope. Something's gonna happen. Two. No, 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 no. Something's gonna happen. Three. Ain't no way. What's happening? What's happening? Not only did Moxley win, which is I'm not mad about it. If Mozzley was gonna win, I was cool with it. But the problem was that this was a squash match this match clocked in at three minutes for a world championship heavyweight <laughs> bout between punk and moxley
0: what I'm about the talk so much in shit. cleveland
1: so which is mox right which is moxley territory i'm like so the crowd was it was kind of divided like they were shocked but they were also hype that moxley won hometown hero i'm like
0: uh.
1: okay you got the excitement but at the same time everyone
0: is equally in shock like what the hell was... What just happened? I'm fucking furious. I'm furious. I'm a... La- I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a why laughing finish. Why are you furious, though? Bro, get the fuck... Okay, all right. I'm spitting all over my keyboard. Let me... All right. Dog. <laughs> CM Punk. World Heavyweight... Ch- not World Heavyweight Champion. You know what? Fuck it. I don't even care. World Heavyweight Champion. He is a John- World Champion. John Moxley. Interim World Champion. Mind you, they had a fucking heated ass promo the week before fire ass promo where both these motherfuckers it was literally like it it and a lot of people doing a lot of rock versus steve austin comparisons and i've sent you ghost a couple of those uh uh uh, tribute videos that people were editing yes you have making and it was so fucking fire bro to the point where i was like yes 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 on my daniel Bryan shit or brian danielson whatever the fuck his name is now Bro, I was, <laughs> I'm fucking mad, dude. I was fucking on ten. I was ready. I was ready for this match, and me, and we've talked about it. Whoever came out of this, champion, I was gonna be cool with. I fuck with John Moxley. I fuck with CM Punk. But at the but at the same time, seeing how seeing like you said how everything was kind of rushed, it just like you said something felt wrong. It didn't really feel right. You know, my first instinct was like you said, MJF's gonna come back. He has to. Now, MJF hasn't been in the wrestling scene, in, it's been what a few months now since he dropped that pipe bomb. I believe since June. June, July, August. So, so it's almost, almost three months. Mhm. So, you know, you know, we're thinking like, okay. Mgf's gonna he's gonna come out and he's gonna surprise us and he's gonna, they're gonna make it a triple threat match. I'm cool with that. Mgf, he doesn't need a title, but if he was gonna win his first title, it would be the world title, and I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. Cm Punk, like he said, hit someone a roundhouse kick, a move he's done so many fucking times, and the injury was in his right foot, and he hit no no no. The injury was in his left. Was it his? No, it was his right foot. It was his right foot, because when he uh, circled around, he kicked Monsoon to have his left. But the thing is, what kind of, what kind of bothers me, was how, how it happened. Now I'm not sure if he put too much pressure on his right foot to where something had, some, he his foot had gave out, but it's just a little weird to like if you know you're not 100% why the fuck would you come back and put your title on knowing that you're gonna get fucked right because Moxley Moxley doesn't give a fuck <laughs> he will take you whether you're you're, you're, on, you're 100% 80% 50% he's gonna fuck you up that's the kind of person Moxley is and don't get me wrong I love that about Moxley he doesn't give a fuck he, he's true to himself and he's true to the game I love that and like you said, after after Punk tweaks his foot or whatever, Moxie's going in on him. Hits him with two fucking Death Riders. And then, one, two, three, and that's it. It's so me being who I am, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is this trash? I, no, 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 no. Uh, Punk, I, I was expecting Punk to do some heel turn shit. I was expecting him to, fa- like, I thought he was faking it. I thought he was faking it, truthfully. <laughs> and so with all that shit going on, I'm like, there's no fucking way that that Moxley I mean once again, going back to what I said, I don't give a fuck if Moxley would have won. I don't care if Punk won. I'm cool because I fuck with both wrestlers. But it's the way that it happened, bruv. It's the way that it happened is what upset me. Now, I I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure that it's a work. <laughs> but 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 at the same time you could have you could have did something a little bit different to where it wasn't going to piss me off the way I'm pissed off right now because there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's just no way it makes sense to fucking do that. Like oh my god, bro. Uh so so yeah, so yeah, Moxley's Moxley's world champion now. He's undisputed champion. Punk's fucking injured, quote unquote, and so yeah, that's that's going on. And I don't even know are they supposed to are they, are they still supposed to be facing off and all out? <laughs> because if they are, great, cool, I'm cool with that. But at the same time, I I kind of don't like it because there's no there. Okay, my other issue with this is the fact that they were faced that they're facing each other on life on, on the on TV. Right, when in reality that shit was really supposed to be held off for all out, so we could kind of see like and have an actual great fucking match. But but no, they 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 put it off on TV, and I think what they're doing if they do do this, they're setting up for Punk to win, just for MJF to, to come back and take the title off of him. If they do that, that's that's smart. But at the same time, uh. Kind of don't want that to happen, but that's what I'm sensing, right? My nigga senses are tingling. So, <laughs> so, so, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking at. You know, money moves. I mean, it's, that's not, not like this shit hasn't happened, to happen, but that's, but that's what I'm looking at. And that's, that's, that's my take on it. That's how I feel about it. And that's, that's enough of me. That's enough. Yeah. <sighs> Ralph. <laughs> bruv yeah they are working you bruv <laughs>
1: they working you to the bone to the t you know why because there are a couple key points that people mind you our reactions were like in the in spur of the moment right when it happened so now that it's been like a little bit we processed some ideas yeah. and tried to see like trying to justify like what's right. going on I'm I'm about to throw some at you. And I feel like this is very feasible. This is something that they would they would do this for. Okay. Check this out. They pulled that August 24th. Yes. Right? <clears throat> all out is September 4th, mm-hmm. which leaves one more dynamite until the pay-per-view. Now, obviously, all eyes are gonna be not for, they're gonna be on dynamite for more than this reason, I'm in mean, the trio stain. That's already, that's gonna main event for sure. Yeah. But they're gonna be like, whoa, what happened with the world title picture? Why did it happen? I gotta tune in, I gotta see what's happening. But even before that, on Rampage, they put a CM Punk back, backstage update. If he was truly injured, they wouldn't do that. But they did that. So this is definitely a work. But they're going to make you tune in to Wednesday to see, ah, what's Moxley going to say? Is Punk going to confront Moxley? Obviously, it's going to be Punk versus Moxley for the title at All Out.
0: But...
1: But... It's not going to be one-on-one. This is going to be a triple threat. They're going to insert a returning MJF because under not new contract uh capabilities but if you want mjf to be back on tv if you want these ratings to really pop you're gonna have to like sweeten the deal a bit put him directly into the title picture mjf versus moxley versus punk all out main event mjf becomes the new aew champion by pinning
0: cm punk if they don't fucking do that or making him tap i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pissed i'm gonna be fucking livid. and you know it don't and, and that's cool and you're gonna do it in chicago too punk
1: loses in chicago again at the main event for the title the the crowd's gonna be fucking crazy chaotic and lit but the ratings are going to be
0: insane and, l- and let me just say this right quick... <sighs> if they do that smart fucking move... <laughs> There's no reason why... No reason why they shouldn't do that! I say that because it would blow the fucking roof off the place! Especially since MJF and CM Punk have fucking history. And then with John, And then let's not even for- fucking forget MJF and John Moxley faced off for the world title. And of course, MJF lost. But let's fucking face facts, bro. Like, <laughs> dude, that's... That would be... Oh my god, like... I don't think people really understand the fucking the the beauty in this and yes I did just go off but at the same time like there's no there's no reason to why certain things are happening the way it is but at the same time Mm -hmm. everything but everything happens for a reason and I I get that and I love that you know what I'm saying but come on what if
1: Theory cashes in at Clash at the castle.
0: Then I am not. Bro, I'm gonna be hot. Yeah, I mean, sh- oh my god. I mean, dog. We... Drew
1: wins, but he gets cast on.
0: <sighs> but you god. see, but you see, ah. My my thing is, the <laughs> o- there's uh, the storytelling. The storytelling, the storytelling. If Cody was never injured, I f- I don't want to say by now he would have been champion, but no, by now he would have been. You think he would have been champion by now? Yeah, they were going to make him champion at SummerSlam
1: if he didn't get injured.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, so all right. Now this now this is now this is where this is where the theories start coming in. No pun intended. Fuck that guy. Pun intended. <laughs> but So I, I, I ran this by you one time. You know, and I think I'm gonna go on our messages. Cause I, I said it Okay. I said it like very thoroughly <laughs> now what happens. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, cause this this ain't here. So this is one of the things that I'd sent you. Seth wins money in the bank again. Uh Seth cashes in at Class of the Castle and we get and uh Cody returns and wins the Royal Rumble Rollins versus Rhodes the fourth so that was Mm. one of the things that I saw that I sent to you now one of the things that I had said was Seth never truly lost um when he had faced Roman uh I think it was was it Payback I don't know if it was Payback or not um, nope, it was at the
1: Royal Rumble. It was at the
0: Royal Rumble? Okay.
1: No, it was. Uh, no, it was. It was the Royal Rumble? I believe. Yeah, because the two titles were separate. It was going to be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Oh and yeah, Reigns
0: versus Seth. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, so it was it was a Rumble. So Seth never lost, right? He won via disqualification, and hasn't had a chance to face Roman for the title correctly, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, my, my thing is, he should still have a rematch clause, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, perfect. I mean, if you want to go by those rules, then yeah. Then, yeah, he should still have his rematch clause. And, like I said, he never truly lost, so after that whole spiel with Drew happens, he finally is like, hey, Roman, ha, ha, ha. You forgot about me, big bro. <laughs> I still got my rematch clause. It's time for me and you to go again for what the fifth, sixth time already. I beat you. If not both titles, then one title. I'm cool with other with whatever with whatever or. Cody comes back from his injury, wins the Royal Rumble, and then, then we get Seth versus Cody. Cody takes the title off of Seth. Cody wins his first WWE title for his dad. Mm-hmm. That would make the most sense. Uh, I I can see Hunter making a similar move to it, if not the same. Um, I have a little more confidence in him than I did previously uh, because of you know, Vince still being in power and whatnot, but my eyes are open. Uh, I would like to see all this happen, and that's all I'm gonna go by that. All right, I like
1: it. I feel like they protected the Reigns Rollins thing a lot, like for a long while. Every time they squared up, post um i guess when roman left like they really protected that feud specifically because those were that's one of those feuds it's either or either one could win when it came to rollins versus reigns at the royal rumble i'm like i could see rollins winning like he could dethrone him versus like uh, telegraphic kind of feuds that you can kind of see from a mile away. I'm like, well, obviously Reigns is going to win. Reigns is going to win. But I'm like, when it comes to... And look at their interactions. Every time they interact, Reigns really doesn't have to say anything or he doesn't say anything. I'm like, mm... They're protecting this a lot to where they meet up again. It's that magic. Like, you don't know. You could definitely believe that Rollins is mm-hmm. going to win. Now, Cody and Rollins, they're definitely going to run that again. The have to. With Karrion Cross now in the picture. Now, he's supposedly supposedly going to be pushed up to main event. Ooh. So he could see a universal championship reign before the year is over. But it it's going to come at the question, how are they going to separate the two? How are you going to get there? Because you're going to separate the two, but how? How are they going to do it? It's just, I could see the situation with Paul Heyman, like, okay, carrying you're in the main event but you're only gonna get one championship not both and they i don't understand how they're gonna separate the two unless like they just said flat out like hey roman you're gonna defend both maybe that's survivor series roman you have to defend both titles in two separate matches oh shit you know, if they're going to do the traditional, like, championship versus championship, well, Roman, you're not having the night off. You have to defend both on the same
0: night. Ooh, that's a way to do it. I'm here for it. And you know what's crazy? I'm glad that you brought that up because I was really thinking, like, how the fuck, how are they going to make this work? Because if Roman has both titles, then how is he, There's he has no one to face. But now, like you said, he, fit, he has to, okay, so, well, okay, so, are they going to have contenders? Because... You got to have two. Bro, there's no fucking way... I mean, look, Roman... Roman's... He's he's that guy, of course. But at the same time... Mm-hmm. There's no way that you're going to be 100% to hold your title. You're going to defend your title twice. The first time, mm-hmm. I can see you being successful. The second... Uh, not so much, you know? So, I can definitely see, I can see him, it, okay, so if they're doing a Universal Championship match first, I can see him retaining. I can see him retaining his Universal Championship, but the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. I can see him losing. For sure. He's going to lose that to Seth. And who the,
1: and who? Seth's going to keep Dude. Him? until WrestleMania Cody's gonna come back at the Rumble
0: win dude, Seth versus dude, Cody. We're calling this shit already if they do it yep. if they do it if they do it. We said it first. There you go. We said it first. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it, bro. Um oh, man. I'm excited too. Um now, let's let's talk about something other than wrestling. Uh, we've been talking about the topic. <laughs> we've been on the topic for about a, a good minute now. Um, let's talk about something that has nothing to do with wrestling. Let's talk about something that everybody knows about. And if you don't know about it, now you know. Go ahead and check it out. Ruby, Ghost. I want to talk about oh, your experience so far with Ruby. How it came across to you and how do you feel about the environment as a whole? Also, no spoilers, I'll kill you. You can go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh Ruby came into my stratosphere of YouTube that we're gonna have a separate podcast to talk about that whole situation. Got you. <laughs> but yep because <laughs> we got some things to talk about that one. <laughs> um but ruby came originally from a uh patreon request that i have from a friend and he recommended me to listen to one of the songs and the soundtrack i have listened to many volumes of the show not one song missed but i was requested to listen to this song and i was like this is fire don't know a thing about the show but I like the art style, the music was fire. It surprised me like crazy. So I'm like, you know what? I like this. I'm gonna keep this show in my immediate like radius. I wanna check out this show. I got requested again to react to the trailers. I'm like, oh, so this is what the show looks like. This is fire. I think I'm gonna actually start this show on my own free time. Now that I posted those two videos, I'm starting to get a community. like or the community the fandom is starting to reach my channel like hey i like your reaction to the trailer and the music are you going to react to the show because i would love to see it i'm like you know what let me do a couple episodes and let me see what this show is about because i i love it my intrigue gland is pulsating pause maybe but (laughs) i'm like this is cool i'm starting to react to the show this show is fire and more traffic is coming into the channel i'm like i'm really enjoying myself this is great that was volume one i am now at the end of volume six Mm. and it's had it's been a ride i've loved the show i love the soundtracks i love the community it's really great
0: okay okay but
1: someone else has also been reacting to ruby which is yourself
0: Yep, yeah, boy, I've been reacting to Ruby for... <laughs> Shit, how long is it, has it been now? Uh... Shit, let me... Damn, I don't want to leave this thing. Let's see. Quick maps. Yeah, I'm about to be that guy. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. I've been reacting to Ruby for a month. For about a month, and I'm already... Well, technically I'm finished with volume 3, so I'll be on volume 4 uh, sometime this week. Um <clears throat> So, yeah, so I've actually talked to you Ghost about Ruby and what were your feelings about it? And at first, I like I kept I, I you know I kept asking you I was like, "Hey, you know, you know, I haven't really seen your reactions, but I've only watched, you know, you know bits and pieces because i want to try to get into the show as well and i didn't really know how i would feel about it because i was like well you're you're really successful in this so i don't i feel it'd be kind of weird to kind of just hop on pause you know what i'm saying so he was like oh my goodness at the end of the day bro you know do it do you i want to i would love to see your reaction to it i think that you, you you excel in this so you know go ahead and give it a shot and i was like all right cool cool So, started reacting to Ruby, and I love it. I love everything about this show. Um, I, too, kind of built the same little community, in a sense. Um, Everyone is is very chill, uh, super respectful. Um, They definitely know how to hype you up when it comes to certain scenes, if not uh, episodes that you've reacted to. Uh, I love that. Um, kinda gotten to the toxic side a little bit, um, but I try not to pay that any mind because, you know, I have other shit to worry about. You know what I'm saying? So, Right. Uh, but yeah, like, this show is fucking amazing. Like, I never thought that I would actually get into a show... That has actually been around this long, and 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 feel the way I feel about certain characters, you know what I'm saying? And that's another mm-hmm. thing too is that you actually build. I wouldn't say you build a relationship, but you build a connection to these characters, right? So as I'm saying that, uh, spoiler alert to anyone who wants to watch this show, and, and, and you know if you gotten this far, don't 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 listen. <laughs> So, uh, I finished volume three about maybe a week ago and <laughs> you actually had told me, you was like, yo, listen, when you get a chance, uh, cause we were, we were actually podcasting and you had said, uh, we get, we got to end it. I need you to watch this finale. You have to watch it and then call me back. And mind you, mind you, I was already fucking stressed out from the previous two episodes that I had watched already, because, yes, sir. For me, I like I want to save the finale. I want to have that be an episode by itself. You know what I'm saying? So watching ten and eleven mm-hmm. of volume three was was, I I literally like, damn near broke down. It was that that for real, like. <laughs> Like, and, and when people, t- and, okay, when people tell me, oh, you're going to do this when you see this, like, you're going to cry, like, oh, like, you're going to be so fucking this, this, that, and the next, I kind of take it with a grain of salt because whenever I hear stuff like that, I'm always like, eh, okay, well, we'll see what happens. For example, right one of my best friends, um, I don't know if you heard of this show called Arcane on Netflix, but uh, Arcane was a fire fucking show. A lot of people were talking about it. He was telling me about it mm. and he was like, Yo, I, I think you should watch this show with me. I already seen it, but I wanna I I wanna see how you how you take to this. And me, I was like, Okay, now mind you I'm already backed up on shit tons of shows already, so I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> so, with that being said, I saw that and I cried. There were a lot of moments where I cried. Um
1: Oh gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those shows. But I, I, ultimately, I love that show, um, and I thought it was it was great. Now, hopefully, they they come back. And no, actually, no, they are coming back with a, another season, so that's great. Uh, but back to Ruby. Uh, so yeah, uh, after watching ten eleven, I was stressed out. I I think I almost broke down. I think a tear had actually came down at some point. Um, because what the fuck? And what I think what actually had already started was when Ruby had, not Ruby, Penny had got killed off. Right? Yike! That's kind of what did it for me and you actually uh, I think by the time this podcast actually goes out um, 7 through 9 will actually already be out I believe right along with 10 and 11. So uh, actually if you guys don't see 10 and 11 after that then it'll probably be out with this podcast episode so hopefully you guys enjoy that and see how I almost fucking lost my shit um (laughs) so it was just a lot to handle and then here comes the last episode episode 12 I never wanted your
1: heart didn't
0: I cried I fucking cried I cried I cried because Pura didn't deserve that she did not deserve that. And she, was, and she was getting busy with Cinder. She was. She fucking was. And then... And then the fucking... Oh, my God. I'm reliving this shit all over again. And I still... And let me tell you something. So, um, after the episode had ended, after I finished the series for Volume 3, I literally just sat there, didn't say a word, And just turned off everything. I cut off the recording. I cut off audio. I turned off my camera. I didn't really have any words. Or at least I tried to say words. But they weren't coming out in the form that I wanted them to. Because I was just shocked. That they killed her off that way. And so. uh, I had to actually come up with. uh, Something. I don't know. but (laughs) It was just really. Heartbreaking. And. It was even more heartbreaking. Not only did Pen, uh, not Penny, not only did um Ruby watch someone else that she loves like die, but like, and this and this kind of goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of the show. Like, I t- I told you guys too. Like, I feel like something is gonna happen to Ruby. To where something, like, all this shit is just, like... It's not what I thought it was. And it's, like, that kind of goes to show, like... That's exactly what happened. She wa- She literally sees Penny split in half. And then she watched Pira Fucking disintegrate, dude. Like... I don't... I'd, like, I've witnessed a lot of... I've experienced, like, a lot of my own trauma in my life. But, like, that... Like, how do you recover from that? (laughs) Like, seriously. Like, that's just... That's a lot. That's a lot to witness, you know? So...
1: It is. It is.
0: Yeah, it was really hard for me to watch, man. I was fucking mad.
1: (laughs) A lot of people in the fandom experience the same thing. And the thing about it is, like, it's such a slow burn that you get so immersed, you get so involved with the story, and then you connect with these characters... And there's also some real life things happening behind the scenes that contributed to the overall emotional tone. Mm. So when you see everything kind of just shit hitting the wire back after back after back after back and you have the question well nothing obviously is gonna get worse. Like it can't get worse than this and they prove you chapter by chapter that it does and it just leaves you defeated It's, it's heartbreaking. You think it couldn't get worse and it does and it just rips you apart but it also shows you how amazing the show is how much detail and how much emotion got poured into creating what they mm-hmm. did and it was one of those like defining moments like do you want to continue it or do you want to not continue it cuz some people could not believe what was happening so they opted out to like continue the whole series but then some people need to know like hey No, I need I need some questions answered. Like, what happened? What's going on? But it's. If you look into like the real life aspect of like what led up to it, it's very heartbreaking in a sense that the creator passed away around the time. But it also directly mirrored the emotions of the people that had the like bear that loss at the same time. The animators, the team, the people that worked with Monty. So you can tell everyone was hurt. And it made you feel hurt. Mm. Mind you, this happened like what, seven years ago, but it still feel like it happened like it was yesterday. So it, it sucked, but it's a great show. And you've seen my reaction. Mm-hmm. completely immersed for, like, 20 minutes. I didn't know where I was. Like, I was on the ground. I was like, what is this? I'm scared. Like, this dude... Like, this like, is crazy, dude, like, but it's a great show.
0: What's crazy is, like, in every time I, I finish a volume or I finish an episode, I would just kind of... Not kind of. I would go back and I would watch yours, see how your reactions were. And, <laughs> like I said, bro, like, your reactions are top fucking tier. Like, when I saw... Your reaction to Penny getting fucking dismembered. Like, that was just... Like, like, bro. And then... Like, seeing you fall to the ground... Was just like... That's how I felt, like, in my stomach. Because I even told myself, like, Yo, can I even... Can I even... Can I finish this series? Because let's not forget... Her and John finally... Finally had a fucking moment together. Finally... She was digging my man's this whole time, bro. He finally has a moment with her, and then that's it. He will never get to see her again. Like, oh fuck me, I'm emotional. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like ah, uh, like dude, like it's a lot, and then to see. What happens after? Like, oh man! Like, I, I, am I'm, I'm still. Ah, this is, your, uh, this is my fault because I'm talking about it. I almost said it's your fault, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault for bringing about, no, no, no. Like
0: all this transpired. Like everything in Beacon. All the Grimmer in Beacon, the dragon. In about the fire, there was a fucking dragon in the mountain. Like nigga, what, Kevin? Oh, bro. Like, (laughs) that was crazy. And then, having having Crow tell Ruby, like, she has this this special ability, like, she froze an entire fucking dragon. Which I think is kind of crazy. But I'm here for it! Fuck that dragon! But, but still, like, (sighs) Fuck Kevin! Fuck (laughs) Kevin! But, you know what also kind of goes into it like after you literally just like Yang is just so done with everything. She lost her arm. Blake is is on the run. And Ospen is nowhere to be found. Like what what the fuck's going on? And Weiss, Weiss her fucking father had picked her up and they're going back to goddamn Atlas. Mm-hmm. Like what the, like goddamn mm-hmm. like damn, bro. And then let's not fucking forget that that bitch Adam, trying to kill my niggas. Both of them. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I, I call this dude the Virgil lookalike. Even though in DMC, I kind of fuck with Virgil. Even though Virgil's kind of fucked up too. But, Adam, that nigga, just, he's just different. And not the good kind of different either. <laughs> you know, so having like seeing all this happen and then in the end it's just ruby and what's left of team juniper it's literally just them and it's like mm. fr- i don't know what else, what happened to everyone else like did everyone else just disperse like like maybe maybe i did there's
1: only one way to find And i out. gotta
0: continue it i know i have to so i mean i still gotta edit these these last three episodes You guys will actually, um, like I said, by the time this is out, you guys will have already seen uh, 7 through 9, and most likely 10 10 and 11. And I think 10 and 11 is probably going to be, for me, like, for you guys seeing me freak out that way, uh, cake. (laughs) I know you guys are going to enjoy that because I've gotten a lot of. Oh, I told you bro you're not ready for this and I'm just like ah, no yeah. no I got you I told you I'm... no no and for the first fucking time in a while and I don't like letting people know that that they're right about certain things because i I can be kind of prideful but you guys you you told me ghost you told me you guys are right you guys are right I I'm I wasn't ready. And I know it's only going to get worse from here. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The cool thing about continuing it is that with this show, other shows do it, but this show does it exceptionally well. They do a great job of telling you or answering your questions throughout the show. Like there are certain moments I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. So keep watching, and your questions are going to be answered.
0: Uh, well, uh, I mean, uh, I'm nervous. I'm now. not gonna tell you anything. You just gonna have to <laughs> fuck around and find out. Ah, uh, well, I'm here sorry, for it. Sorry
1: for the swearing, but I'm here for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't wait to see you progress.
0: It's <laughs> it, it's it's interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. It's interesting,
1: <laughs> brother. We gotta wrap this up a little bit.
0: Uh, you said what you said.
1: We got to wrap it up a
0: little bit. Oh, yeah. No, I'm about to do that right now. Um, so, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Um, to end off this episode, we have a lot of wrestling that is going to take place this week. We have a lot of Ruby that will be uploaded this week. Um, I'm very excited to see how the rest of this week progresses. Um, go see anything to add. Who knows? We might even talk about Dragon Ball if we get around to that. Maybe. You know, stick you know, around. that too. And, you know, the fact that you brought that up, I kind of forgot about it. But we'll see what happens. I may even fuck <laughs> around and watch a bootleg version just to be like, hey, yo, Ghost, uh, we need to talk about this right now. So I'm going to send you a link and you're going to watch.
1: <laughs> so, um... Nah, nah I'm going to cough off that $10 and just
0: go to the theater and see it. Fuck it. Nah, I've, suffered th- <laughs> I've suffered through worse. But anyways... Um, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and following and messing with us. Um, if you guys want to follow Ghost the rebel, you can follow him at, you can follow me at ghost the rebel on Twitter, or you can
1: go to glitchgrave.com for even more amazing content. And I will be waiting for you.
0: You can follow Rondu at, uh, if you guys want to see any of my content, go ahead and hit me up on YouTube. Uh, son Rondu S O N N. R-O-N-D-U-E. Uh, follow me on Twitter at RonduTV. Follow me on Twitch at RonduTV. And, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, stay tuned. We will be back with our bangers. And we love y'all. And we'll see y'all later. Peace! Have a great night, y'all. Get your water and
1: rest in peace, Pira.